Dan P with UniqueDrops.com. Ask for it by name. And welcome to the Weekly Discourse. Hey. This is your weekly drop of news, information, hot takes from the crew. I'm joined with my compatriots. It's Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> it's John. Uh, that's me. And we have a wide variety of topics this this uh, this podcast, and let's get right to it. So, so. First, first off, video games and guns. God, when are what they going to make a game with guns in them? Mm. Uh, you know, violent video games are, are the leading cause of all of our problems that have been happening these past week. Yes, not to make light of a very serious situation. Um, uh, condolences go out to all of the victims of the last week's several mass mm. shootings, as is now a facet of our American life and has been for quite a while, unfortunately. Um, guns and blaming uh, gun violence on video games is back in vogue. I feel like I'm back in middle school again. Yep. And uh, it seems like everybody's kind of coming out of, about uh, guns and video games and not blaming, you know, things that those mass shooters actually said that they were about, like white supremacy. Or, or guns. Or guns. Just, just or guns. Just or guns. just guns. Yeah, That's know. the thing. The thing is, is that, you know, the the, uh, the guns... Don't kill people. The people are the ones that kill people. That's that is no, that's Mario what I'm told. Kills people. Super yeah. Mario kills turtles and so, Goombas. I, I don't know if I have too much to say on this, other than I mean, the classic arguments are completely false. There's no study in the wide variety of studies that show that video games lead to any kind of uh, mass shooting or or prevalence of gun violence. Or any uh, violence. I mean, that was proven. When did Mortal Kombat come out? Nineteen ninety one. They've they've done study after study for more than twenty years. I, I think the closest that I've ever seen uh, something kind of relate any kind of violence to guns is that, um, or guns. <laughs> well, yeah, guns and violence are, are related. But uh, relating any kind of video games to violence is that uh, uh, certain types of games can can uh, make people uh, a little bit more aggressive in the short term, just like any kind of, like, uh, you know, stressful activity. Yeah, can, I mean, do that. tackle football can do the same thing. Like, it's not, you know, people get competitive with each other. The You know, there is a there is a chemical reaction that causes people to get their blood up, as it were. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, unfortunately, you know, I mean, the, 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 the big things are about, like, video games is play, are played, by every other uh, culture on Earth. Yep. Um, first world countries, third world countries play video games, and uh, there's a lot of first world developed nations that uh, have that play just as many video games as the United States. But we have an overwhelming gun violence, gun yeah, murder rate. There was that infographic that was floating around, yeah. basically that showed like, you know, the number of shootings that happen in the developed world, and you see the comparison to. What was it? The, the I forget what the other yeah, info the, was. It was uh, the chart was dollars spent yeah. per person in the country on video games. Yeah, yeah. yeah so South, South Korea, Korea was one, China yeah. was two, United States three, and then you look at the chart in terms of gun violence per capita, and everybody is essentially close to zero or yeah. very much single digits. And the United States bar is off the chart. You no, know, we're thousands of percent. Yeah, yeah. this is. I mean. Uh, in what in 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 this case, there is American exceptionalism because we are far outpacing any other country, oh, yeah. uh, especially developed countries uh, in gun violence. But Americans are not very exceptional in any other kind of sense. We get depressed as the same as other people. We have probably just as much fascist as other people. But Walmart is there to help people not have to worry about it because they're going to stop advertising violent video games. And yeah, and you know, in relation to that, I mean, it's it's our broad access to firearms and um, and the culture around it that leads leads us to this kind of yeah. um, you know just right. kind of nonsense. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, like even even the access to guns sometimes isn't isn't the isn't completely always the issue, right? No. Because Canada has, I think, per capita, just as many guns as the United States. It's the way that. Our society and our culture revolves around this fetishization of guns and personal security mm -hmm. in like, you know, that it's almost like it's almost like a fantasy to like 
like stop like some armed burglar in your house with a firearm, which having a firearm in your house is is more is, likely to cause a problem in the home than it is to actually yeah you're more you likely to die of your own gun yep. <clears throat> than some some other yahoo coming into your house yep. and shooting up the place yep and you know just to further on um the the mass shooting stuff and you know how like guns is are really the problem like the good guy with the gun thing was uh i mean really put to a test yeah in in uh, over the weekend unfortunately uh the police were on the scene, I think, within a minute and 30 seconds, I think, in Dayton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that guy, you know, those guys still managed to kill multiple people, yep. a yeah. lot of people. Nine people killed and 20 injured, I believe, was the number in, that, Dayton. in, in yeah. less than 60 seconds. And then I, th- I forgot what the final count is in uh, El Paso, but I believe it's uh, like 22 or 23. I want to say 22 is yeah. what I last heard, and then however but many like, injured. You know, the police were there with firearms, and there were uh, presumably other Americans there with firearms. Yep. Um, and nobody could stop these people until they caused massive amounts of carnage. And that's, that's, I mean, that's what guns do because guns are supposed to cause a, a massive amount of carnage in a very yeah. small amount of time. The that's gun, the gun did its job. Yeah. The gun, did it's, I mean, I, I don't mean to get off on a little tangent here, but like I saw the, I don't know if you saw the Twitter stuff show up about the, the stabbings that went on down in Orange County. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like that guy injured a whole bunch of people. But the the number of casualties to number of injured was much like lower. Yeah. Because he was stabbing somebody as opposed to having an AR fifteen that had a hundred round ammunition clip. And so. and just because somebody goes on a rampage with a with a knife doesn't mean that the broader um point about guns being extremely like dangerous oh, yeah. for our society and also a health issue for our society yep. doesn't mean that that goes away. No. I mean our you know, knife attacks I mean, knives have other uses oh, other yeah. than just, yes. like, hurting people. Yeah, no. And, not, and a knife isn't going to do nine killed and 20 injured in 30 seconds. And no. to segue into what uh, John brought up uh, a little bit earlier about um, about Walmart, um, I guess the story this week is that Walmart is taking down a lot of uh, advertisements or pro- pro- in- in-store promotional um, things of violent video games, namely, I think, the next Call of Duty mm-hmm. and some other stuff. But guns are still on sale. But Walmart is still, I believe, the the most um, prolific gun yeah, seller in yeah, the nation in the, yeah. in the United States. Oh yeah, yeah. And the solving the problem. The cognitive dissonance between that is, I mean, just amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. The mental American, gymnastics that people have to go through. American to try exceptionalism and, at its yeah. at its finest. I mean, it's that's just what it is. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I mean, to blame stuff on video games is so crazy i I think um chris you had a very good tweet earlier about it uh um what is it Uh, yeah your what was your comparison i think i said i'm gonna stop peeing in the toilet in order to prevent it from clogging again yeah yeah and it's just like i mean yeah it's not getting to the root of the problem and those kind of things (laughs) that would be impressive if you clogged your toilet with pee i just gotta say well i think that's what walmart's doing so yeah i mean you know uh don't need to belabor the point uh guns guns are overall uh pretty bad for our society i mean you know i i understand the interest in it mm-hmm. I, i've had i've had my own fascination with firearms and yeah in, in in the past and i play games with a lot of guns and i i i enjoy that kind of stuff but um you know personally owning a firearm is not something that appeals o- to me yeah personally owning a firearm especially in this day and age uh where it's they're just proven to be just a real public hazard yep and that's just that's just what it is yep yes um segueing to that speaking of modern warfare uh call of duty modern warfare i think that's what it's just called right yes it is just modern warfare it's like a reboot (sighs) okay um we've talked about we won't we won't talk about the weird nature of uh sequel naming but uh uh, so, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, I think that the, they're the latest developers yes. in a long line of developers uh-huh. saying that their game is not political. Had the gumption, Game Informer was interviewing them, and the freaking the the one of the devs literally had the gall to say that like this is a relevant modern war story. And then the next question is, is your game political? And he says no. And I'm like, I, I just I saw that, and then you talk, we talk about cognitive dissonance. And it's like. Fuck off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris from UniqueDrops.com, what do you think about this? <laughs> I, 
it's it's impressive that this day and age anybody would let somebody stand up and say that their game based on relatively recent or uh, Based in a reality that is a reflection of current events. Based on war. It's called modern warfare. Based on war. War is a political thing. Yes, it's a political tool. What is is that? um, It's exerting influence. Um, War is uh, diplomacy by other means. I mean, it's ridiculous. War is political. Yes. That's what it is. There's the, uh, you know, I, I did the Star Wars quote, but like diplomacy with lightsabers. It's like yeah. That, yeah, aggressive negotiation. Yeah, I, th- there's nothing good that's going to come of this. Uh, the amount of cl- uh, the amount of credit they were given by uh, true gamers was frankly disgusting. If it didn't already make me not want to look at the game, what do you mean at- by credit by true gamers? They he was applauded in in oh, YouTube comments, for, for Twitter that. threads. Okay, I got it. Yes, he said, "Thank you for keeping politics out of my video game, uh-huh. out of my Call of Duty, correct? Modern out of about? my warfare game." Yeah, I can't wait to play your child soldier level. Thanks so much. It's apolitical. Yeah, isn't that in the game? yeah yes. there's a child soldier level in that game, and like, but then no, and I don't know if you were going to touch on it. The Tamagunchi. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, please. Uh, please. That so the, as John and. Dan was talking about, there is uh, child soldier um, levels in the single player campaign. Uh-huh. Um, it's supposed to take multiple angles from, you know, British SAS to, yeah. uh, you know, rebel forces in what is, you know, presumably the Middle East. Uh, so the single player campaign, very uh, gritty, I think is the word that they used for it. Yeah, they're trying to be more realistic exactly. and show the... Yeah cost of warfare. A, political. Conte- a contemporary relevant tale, as the developer tried to say. You know. Non-political. For Non-political. Somehow, but let's yes. put that to the side. Uh-huh. And then the, the multiplayer, uh, they thought how do we make shooting people fun? fun, fun yeah. More interesting. Uh-huh. And so they've created the Tom Gunchi. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> as you shoot and kill people, uh, you have a, essentially a Tamagotchi type toy in, in game. And I, I think it comes in the form of a wristwatch. Sure. And you level it up. It grows and thrives as you uh, virtually take lives. What's crazy about this is that this looks like almost like a bad New Yorker political cartoon. If the Tamagunchi or Gunchi was like like drawn in a line drawing thing in a New Yorker or Harper's Weekly or something like that. Let's get fucking fully like ultra liberal here. Right. And it just had the word emblazoned on it. Um uh the the defense industry and you're feeding it like lives and then in the bottom it just says the cost of war like it would be a bad political cartoon but brought to life apparently is unpolitical apolitical apolitical there's no politics Uh, in this game i did you watch the clip like of him asking him the question like literally the interviewer is like really like he literally says really three times and the guy's like no no, it's not political. No, he no. is towing that company. Yeah, lines. You, I mean, honestly, you can't have. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, we're just kind of going around in circles, but you can't have British SAS or other special forces um, from 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 the United States or Great Britain and those kind of things fighting foreign wars and say that this is not political. It's yeah. crazy. It's... Like, sure, on the individual level. Right, like I get it from the individual level, the soldier level, like that person is is doing their soldiering for for particular kinds of reasons, right? You know, camaraderie, bravery, patriotism, which is also political, but Uh patriotism, you know, standing up for your the guy next to you in the trench and all that other kind of you know uh, patriotic, uh, gung ho uh, uh, imagery, but. Like the reason why he's in that trench yes. is because somebody in a, because of yeah, political politician context. context. You, this you, is where we need to be. If you decide to strip away all context and, and meaning from an action, um, it's it's blind ignorance and, and willful ignorance, and that's you cannot be that. You cannot do that. And yeah. here's the thing: I think a lot of people would be interested in a political conversation, like a game that actually embraced its politics and could deal with that yeah. on a level that is worthwhile. Like, you've talked about Spec Ops The Line being... Uh, one of the best single-player, um, one-day mm-hmm. single... I played that all day, Christmas Eve, because I didn't have no family, 
All my friends were doing other things with their family, and I played Spec Ops the Line uh-huh. from beginning to end. And I started in the you. morning. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Here's white phosphorus. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there's a white phosphorus yeah. in the yeah. role that, like, you know, you target um, people that you think are Terrorists targets, and it targets. turns out that they're actually just uh, civilians. But on the night vision, they just look like they yeah, could blobs. be targets, right? Yeah. Um, I yeah, I mean, you know, Spec Ops the Line, uh, I mean, sometimes I think it gets too much credit. Like, it's not, but, <laughs> but in light of recent yeah. things with, when we were talking about Ghost Recon, uh, Wildlands, uh, or, uh, Breakpoint. Uh, Breakpoint, and then now Modern Warfare, I mean, yeah. man, Spec Ops the Line looks, uh, fucking like Citizen Kane next to these yeah. things. And well, Jesus and the thing, the, the reason it's, the we, the reason it gets so much regard is because it took a chance. Like, it yeah. actually went, hey, how about we try and talk about this? And for real, as a fan of it, it's, you know, B tier. I mean, At most, it's the same way for 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 complex storyline. It's not really that complex, but relatively, like, hey, man, this is an Oscar. It's winner. the same way I feel about a game like Mafia Three, where it's it was not a a you know the best game of all time, but the fact that it was dealing with topics that other open world games wouldn't deal with yeah. was was worthwhile. Yeah. All right, move this on, Dan. Transition. Yeah. I don't know how else, how else to do this transition from serious to other goofy shit, but um, No Man's Sky Beyond. I'm actually looking forward to playing No Man's Sky. Yes. Beyond. Yeah. Uh, next Finally, week, my friends. Next week is the expansion uh, uh, called Beyond, and they're adding a bunch of multiplayer stuff. Um, uh, it's a free update, adding VR support and some other, some other. I think you can ride mounts now and and stuff like that. You can ride animals. Yeah. Um, and like you know, and all the previous. Uh, um. Uh, Im- uh, improvements and updates that they've done to that game. It looks kind of cool. Um, you know, uh, I was I, a couple months ago. I got really into Elite Dangerous again, uh, and then uh, burned out on that because that game is way too grindy. So, uh, and I like kind of building stuff and being creative in games. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I have that itch. Uh, can't just be uh, slashing monsters and shooting dudes all the time. Well, the thing I liked about, like, with I know one of the previous updates, one of the first big updates they did, allowed you to get back to, like, a base without having to worry about traveling back there. Like, if you ran out of fuel or something like that, there was a way to instant transition back to, like, certain places. So, like, the low barrier to to exploring the galaxy is also very cool in that, I think. Yeah, it looks looks pretty impressive. And, And, like, on a PC, it looks very, very impressive. And so... Yeah, the game's come a long way in three years. Yeah, they, I'm glad they had the chance to actually do it, you know, that they've mm-hmm. been able to put in the work. You can play, uh, Chris? No, nah, No Man's Sky. <laughs> I, yeah, I super did not buy into it initially. I think what's most interesting to me is the story of the game being made, uh-huh, how yeah. it came out kind of half-baked, but it had the Sony money. Yeah. And it's it's been interesting to see that, whether it was Sony support or if there's actually been the organic growth and interest in its own player base. I, I think I've seen uh, a talk about how every time they do one of these updates, uh, the the, um, the the sales of the game spike. Right. Yeah. So I think they were pulling in, I want to say, I saw this on a random comment, but there's something in the neighborhood of 50 to 70 million revenue last year, just, just their game. Yeah. Which is pretty significant. That's a lot of money. Uh, that's, so there's yeah. a reason why they're still bringing out stuff yeah. for free. Yeah. Yeah, they know people because they know people will go. Oh, that's kind of cool, and like, wow, they got a lot of cool stuff now. So I mean, I want to say go... the game's like thirty bucks now. Too, yeah, I was gonna so. say I, no, I saw it on. Full. Is it still sixty? Nah, okay, I I saw it for twenty at one point because I was gonna, and it might have been a black yeah, yeah, Friday was, or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a sale. Yeah, it's, but it's sixty. Okay, I thought about 60. getting it at that point, uh, but it, it's just not a game that quite frankly falls in my lane, and that's okay. It's it, but, but a game that could be in your lane that ooh. is also a perennial uh, favorite in uh, the uniquedrops.com family. Children of Morda gets a release yeah. date. Uh, Was that, how, how many years I've, ago did we first see that? Four? Four. We had yeah. a different site name and everything. Yeah. Um, I actually, do you remember what the release date is? It's October? Is no, it, no. No. Is it, the PC is... Is it September... I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, tell them about it, Dan. Well, Children of Morta is kind of a roguelike. 
Um, I hate saying that for every other game, but it kind of is. It fits. Uh, but it's mostly like a, like a, like kind of like a Diablo style action RPG. Um, uh, there's less, uh, there's less focus on, uh, grinding out inventory and, and, uh, weapons and armor, but more kind of like getting, uh, skill upgrades and those kind of things. I believe it's a randomized dungeon, at least last time I played it. It's got a pixel art feel, so it looks really cool and uh, it had yeah. good particle effects in it. I remember. Yeah, like I mean, it's just, it's stuff. a really it it <laughs> seems like a really well made game, even when we played it like years ago. Yeah, we've played it a couple uh, times over its development. September third is the PC release date. Yeah. Um, October fifteenth oh, is yeah, <laughs> October fifteenth for Cut Switch, <laughs> Xbox One, and PS Four. Okay. The day after my birthday. Switch, um, you say? Yes, Chris. It's coming to Switch. <laughs> Um, but it is only local, uh, local co-op, so I actually don't know how the Switch... But uh, that's no longer... Oh, well, yeah, I should yeah. say. Yeah. I was going to say with a PC, local co-op doesn't matter anymore. Because oh. of the magic program that you have discovered, Dan. Oh, Parsec? Yeah. Well, I can talk about Parsec some other time. That's fine. But yeah, there's, just... there's issues with Parsec. Yes. Just yeah. because of latency. Gotcha. Yeah, if you want to yeah, play chill... local PC game on, you know, over a network, it's Parsec. Yeah, look it up. Um, Children of Children of uh, Morta um, seems pretty cool, and then you know there's there was a lot of emphasis when we talked to those developers like years ago. Um, a lot of emphasis on storyline and how like it's basically like a family and how all of their family stuff intersect mm-hmm. and kind of those kind of things. I haven't been keeping up with um, the details that that they've been dropping because I kind of wanted to play play it for myself and it's been years yep. and stuff like that so yep. I kind of don't remember a lot of the things that they did say but I remember that was a very important aspect that they wanted to emphasize that there's a lot of story interfamilial yeah. yeah so uh Bloodstain Chris you've been playing Bloodstain I have because yeah. I'm you're the last one of us to play Bloodstain you beat it which is oh and so... you beat it ah oh, man so many things spoilers spoilers I I kickstarted Bloodstained. Yes, yeah, so, um, so John and I kickstarted. I was still the last person to get because I got the switch key, you which was a switch. week after yes. everybody else. Uh, I kind of regret getting a switch key. We'll get to that in a little bit, but um, yes, it's actually been a lot of fun. Uh, the, I mean, God, it's Symphony of the Night. Yeah, That's, you know what you're getting into yeah. if you bought, if you kickstarted or bought that game. It's it, it's or you should fun to play. It looks good. It handles just like Symphony of the Night. I, you're not going to get anything new there, except it's a Switch port. Switch <laughs> um, port is pretty bad. It's kind of horrible. So yeah. I had some of those text issues when I first started the game. Words would be missing, things like that. Uh, the the <laughs> I'm about forty three percent through the map. And what Dan was talking about is I made it to Gebel, the final boss enemy, uh-huh. your old friend. And you did I, what we all probably yeah. did, and you just kind of stumbled into that I door. I stumbled into went, the fight, oh, okay. thinking it's a new, another boss, I'm going to uh-huh. get a new upgrade. Yeah. And it was him, and I beat him, uh-huh. and then it was like, game over. What? Yeah. It just This isn't how it's supposed to end. So I, yeah, I'm more back into to it. Explore. You killed Richter without yeah. finding the, the, the glasses exactly. yeah. so that you could see Shaft, and then you go, oh, see. Yes. So I, yeah, I'm back into it again. Anyhow, <laughs> but the Switch port has so much slowdown. I dealt with loading times between 10 and 30 seconds between rooms at times. Oof. At one point, I made it to the library, spoke to the vampire, and the whole background looked like scrambled cable television, but you could still see the two sprites of the characters. And then the game just flat crashed, started me back at the uh, opening screen. So it, it's been. Every <laughs> yeah, if if you play Sub-optimal. it three days straight, you'll have one day where it's fine, one day where it's kind of eh, and then one day where you're just gonna have slow Nothing loads leading up to potentially a crash. I don't know if it's memory leaks. I don't know if it's you know between save points, whatever the case is. It probably unoptimized. Yes, that's Unreal what I was gonna say. I totally, that game is made in Unreal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's probably too much for it's, the Switch, and it probably wasn't even ported by the team of built it. You know, that's. I mean, not uncommon. So, well, yeah. the Kickstarter updates indicate that the, like they are the ones working on the the Switch updates. <laughs> they are so, now. <laughs> well, I mean, that was their first post. Like the after the, when the day that yes. it came out on the Switch, like they went like their Kickstarter like backer message was like, "Yeah, we heard you guys. Well, then they we're prioritizing they the seem Switch." To do a very good job. No, unfortunately, the Switch, while a great system, uh, sometimes with these multi-platform uh, ports, uh, tends to short end of the, the stick. Best 
the best of luck. Give me that Switch Pro, baby. Give it to me. Right in my veins. <laughs> they made it, Chris. It's got a new battery. No. All right. Moving on. Xbox handheld. What's this all about? It's not. It's not. I hate these. Things. John, a resident Xbox expert. I mean, yes. You know, full disclosure. I work for Xbox, so um, I. Oh, Mr. Xbox. Yeah, I was a Mr. Xbox. No, I'm just. I'm gonna. I, Mr. Like, Xbox. Tell me about the Xbox handheld. It's not a handheld. They filed a patent for what appears to be an attachment for a cell phone, and yet the article title was, of course, Xbox handheld. And like that, I just, I don't like the, I don't like clickbait. John called it like click, that. yep, clickbait. Which it, which it is. Strong like, language, John. It's a clickbait article. Strong. Well, I mean, it's, it's Xbox getting into, uh, yeah. some kind of handheld. You're holding your hand. Some yeah. kind of the handheld market because that's supposedly probably yeah. going to it's be a portable. the, the vector to stream things from yes. your yes. Xbox. Yeah. And they've so. already, like, they've, you know, Microsoft and Xbox have been very clear about their plans to allow you to stream to your phone. Yeah. Like that's, that was, you know, the E3 announcement. So I, like I said, I just didn't, I wasn't a fan of the person categorizing it as xbox making a handheld like that's how it it read from the title of the article i did yeah i, I looked through the patent though i mean what the res the uh oh what's the word when they make a the renders up? yeah renders they what they rendered looked like what the patent was trying to look yeah. for and, and it looks pretty slick and if it's going to work with most phones all yeah. phones i obviously oh, it totally makes sense that network they would want to develop something like that for right. you know because then the con the controls are standardized. Like they can build, you know, people can say like, yes, if you have this, the game is going to work exactly as it would on a console. Yes. So if they can make that happen, uh, more power to them. That actually looks intriguing. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm necessarily the market for it, but a lot of people are going to be uh, if if you're heavy into the Xbox ecosystem. Mm -hmm. All right. So moving on, uh, in our week in media, things that we've been watching, uh, John, you wanted to talk about uh, John Oliver's uh, last week tonight's uh, latest feature. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, this is gonna get a little, little, uh, little real for you folks. Um, so he talked about the prison system this week, um, and specifically about the basically that the prison system in the U.S. is basically a big private industry that's a multi-billion-dollar money-making machine you don't say yeah apparently prisons in america are not being run for rehabilitation as they're we, run we, for we, profit they're run for profit there and so they are trying to maximize their profit and minimize their costs and some of the things that i have I've, that were discussed in the uh the piece was the abysmal wages that these people are paid for what basically amounts to backbreaking labor in a lot of cases, um, or dangerous fighting uh, California wildfires. Yeah, or fight. Yeah, putting their lives on the line to fight a fire. Or um, bullfighters. Or they, bullfighters. They use that as an example. Rodeo clowns, basically. Yeah, rodeo clowns. They crazy. they put them in the middle of a bull ring and have the bull hit them, and they get paid lots of money. Oh yeah, for the bull they get yeah a they bonus, get a but couple hundred bucks apparently. Yeah, but if you're working in the laundromat, you're making like eighty six cents a day. Yeah. yeah. Um. But the cost-cutting stuff that they talked about specifically was the denial of visitation, like actual in-person visitation. And as somebody growing up who actually had, um, you know, a, a father who was incarcerated in the prison system, like being able to actually go visit him in person was something that was, you know, a right. Like you were able to go to a place and see your parent in person and... What they're doing nowadays is they are saying, no, you don't get to see this person in person. We're going to put you in another room and you're going to talk to them on a video phone. Yeah. Um, and like the fact that you're denying these people normal human contact is just, it's disgusting to me. Like it really, it's just, I, it baffles me that we can have such little humanity for other people. I mean, sure. Yes, they have committed a crime. They're in there. Justly or unjustly, like they are in the system, um, but the fact that our country treats them like they are a commodity as opposed to a person is just—it's very hard for me to, to swallow. Yeah, if you're if you're uh, listening to this and you want to know a little bit more about uh, America's incarceration problem, I would highly suggest one watching that uh, John Oliver. Uh, uh, video on prisons. Uh, there's also a Netflix uh, documentary 
by uh, Ava Deveray. I think I said that right, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, she made a documentary called uh, 13th. I believe that she was the one who did it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about the 13th Amendment, which, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, abolished slavery in the United States, but also has a small stipulation there um, that basically says slavery is illegal in the United States, except unless you are incarcerated. It's, it's uh, it, you know, it goes back to our selective reading of our amendments when we were talking about the yeah. gun stuff earlier. But um, but unfortunately, uh, you know, to tie it to a grander sense of American history uh, and the reason why we have so many people in prison and why we have such a corrupt police force is that that 13th Amendment with that loophole has been a cudgel that uh, places in America have used, to, particularly against uh, our, our black American population, as a way to um, still have slave work while actually having it having slavery be illegal in the united states there's a reason why uh police incarcerate people of color at a a larger rate and that's the reason why certain communities particularly poor communities are also policed at a different rate than other people and why uh you know um crack carried a bigger sentence than cocaine. Than cocaine. Because crack is a poor people drug. Yeah, and usually co- a poor people of color drug. And cocaine is a drug for w- rich, rich white, white people. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's all kind of tied into our our uh, collective cognitive dissidence, our subconscious as a, as a nation that uh, we beat it into ourselves that, uh, you know, guns are a fundamental right. Guns are important. Incarceration, those people are criminals. Why should they get a raise? Well, because they're human beings. Yeah. That's just what it is. They're human beings, and they're going to be human beings when they come out. And the reason why our uh, our uh, rate of uh, reincarceration, I believe that there's a better term for it. I forgot what it is. Yeah, I forget the, the um, there's a term. Yeah, there's a better there's a better term. But basically our prisoners go back to prison at a higher rate than uh, a lot of other countries because we don't give them any kind of tools once no. they come out of prison. Prison in the United States is a form of punishment. It is not a form of rehabilitation. No. Um, the people who do get rehabilitated in prison are actually quite remarkable. Yes. Because they have somehow in, uh, that, in spite of everything against them. Yeah, in that hell that is the American prison system, they've somehow etched out a small little nook where they can improve themselves, and the system does not help them in any kind of way, especially when they get out. Because, yeah. um, you know, from parole officers to uh, having to disclose certain things on job applications and uh, the, the way that our at-will employment also works, in particular with convicts and those kind of things. Um, yeah, I mean, the example goes to those people who fought the fires. Like, they can't actually be firefighters once they were if they, once they get out of prison, even though they are just probably as trained and yeah. willing to do the job. Yeah, and can't, I can't I, I think the role of capitalism in this uh, can't be understated. No. Oh, yes. To John's point of of why they're creating. A system where you don't have face-to-face interaction. It's because a corporation was created in order to facilitate these interactions over the phone, and they sell you those minutes to talk to the yep. people that you're visiting. Um, you talk about a prison system that is incentivized to have more people in it because they make more money the more people that are in the beds in the prison, which then is affecting your policing. Pop, um, uh, yeah, it 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 influences how we police correct. our own people, yeah. and and you know to go further, um, you know the corporations in uh, the prison corporations because they're actually called prison corporations. Yeah. I believe there's one that uh, I have I have a relative who has been continuously incarcerated, um, and uh, I've had to send him money, and you send it to the I believe it's the corporate prisons of America. That was the corporation that was. That was uh, Holding his his uh, and they 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 essentially what they do is they actually buy sentences. It's almost like a stock market. They trade, um, you know, because the the federal and the state prisons don't have enough money and they don't have enough room for all the people we keep arresting, and so um, these corporate um, companies uh, basically make a prison. And then they buy contracts, so they're basically buying and selling like people, uh, 
indentured servants yeah. in some kind of way. It's the same thing that, you know, the debt companies who try and buy debt off of people. Yeah. And, you yeah. Know, it's, yeah. yeah. Very similar. Yeah. It's crazy. It's one of those things where um, I believe uh, a lot of times, uh, you know, free markets can help. Um, competition is good. Yeah. But there are certain things like healthcare and this <laughs> and debts, uh, which are like more of a human, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm making a product and I'm just trying to sell that product to other people, that's one thing. But if my product is, is people, uh, is, uh, people yeah. or, 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 uh, life saving drugs. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. That seems yeah. seems kind of crazy to trade that on a free market. Yeah, I mean, we we, we, we want to sell PlayStation. Sure, let's have <laughs> let's have a competition. Yep, but we're we're trying to sell insulin. Maybe not. Yeah, it's it's been um, as as good as it can be uh, in in a promising manner. Seeing the legacy of the of the um, John Stewart with John Oliver and and Hassan Minaj. Yeah, creating their shows and and having this content more widely covered yeah yeah it's it's um fortunately our school system and those kind of things i um, have a very hard time dealing with this kind of stuff because because like in the john oliver segment shows you know there's a there's a there's a lot i mean quite a lot of people and it's kind of hard to get out of the the idea that you know that that uh that criminals are wrong and so they deserve what they get and stuff like that because yeah hey man if a guy kills a whole bunch of people fuck that guy yeah but you know what? I mean, some people can be rehabilitated, and a lot of people that are locked up are not locked up because they killed twenty people. They locked up because they got caught with a bag little of, bit yep, too yeah. much cocaine. Three strikes for laws, and and, or yeah, it's even worse. Yeah, yeah it's like a guy yeah, who yeah, three took strikes. a who took a sandwich from somebody, and like because that was his third strike, he goes away for a long time. Yeah. Or just, they were seventeen and they fell under yeah. the fell under the influence of some really bad. Yep bad uh, people they made a mistake and, and the mistakes. whole point is that they go there and they're supposed to serve their time and they're supposed to be allowed to rehab you know the whole point is rehabilitation is to make oh. them a functioning member of society and unfortunately it's, that's not what the companies that are taking those people in are. oh yeah they have no incentive to no do that. um the last thing i'll say on it is you know um you know why why bother having prison sentences if when people get out, we're going to still treat them differently. Yep. Like, I, I get it. You know, you stripped them of some rights because you guys did a bad thing. Yeah. Now you're in prison. But when they're out, um, they should just be restored to full rights. Pathway, the there same. should be the, a pathway for them to restore themselves as full citizens yeah. as part of that, pro like, the Ooh. rehabilitation process. Like, getting That's, into voting rights issues. And I know. Let's rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, Sorry, change. I got. I brought it down. Let's get, no, get us back no, up. That was, that's that was important, John. And it's yeah. a very important yes. uh, and it's a very good uh, piece of media that we consumed this yeah. week. Uh, speaking of other media, um, <laughs> in less serious yes. uh, tones, uh, the season two of Mindhunters is starting in, I think, a week. Okay. The trailer looks pretty cool. Um, I had my own misgivings because, yeah. uh, um, well, a lot of the, I mean, a lot of the trailer is dealing with uh, uh, some serial killings in Atlanta. I believe it's a real life thing. I actually didn't read up on it. But there was a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, whether or not the Ku Klux Klan was involved in killing all of these, uh, these uh, uh, black children. Hmm. Or, or whether or not it's it's a serial killer at all, and those kind of things. And the reason why I was kind of taken aback by it, this is just my own personal thing. I was just kind of, kind of uh, worried about like you know how that is going to translate to whatever message they're trying to say. Like obviously racism is bad and those kind of things, but I, I I'm worried that those writers, while writing a very good procedural show, mm -hmm. can cross over to writing a show that has very good uh, dissection of societal uh, Unless they're smart enough to bring in writers who can handle that. Yeah. Like, right? Like that's so, the... I mean, you know, in some ways, I feel like, now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like I'm doing, like, the uh, don't put politics in my serial killer show. Um, <laughs> no, you're just, you're just worried that but, they but, won't address it at all, right? Like, well, I mean, or... it, it's obviously, they are going to address okay, it, right? Yeah. The, the, it's first, it's, yeah. it, it, 
it's 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 very upfront about like you know whether or not the Ku Klux Klan is involved and those kind of things. And I have deliberately not read about those uh, those those particular historical uh, serial killing whatever, whatever. I just watched whatever. the trailer and went, okay, that looks cool. Yeah. Like that was my reading of it. I didn't bother to. Or do are you more worried that they're using these things as props and they're not going to stick not, a landing? Well, that too, but also <clears> just like <throat> I don't know. I, I guess I don't know if I have too much faith that they would um, give it its proper due. That's a tr- Instead that's of just having some fetishization of yeah. serial killing, which I guess in some way, what in some way the show is also kind yeah. of a, uh, you know, it's like a right. serial killing fetish kind of thing. But it is a very good show and very well acted, very very well uh, written. Yeah. And those kind of things. I very much um, uh, recommend, uh, recommend uh, season one if you're into that kind of uh, police procedural. Um, uh, and I'm looking forward to see season two and seeing what, what that's all about. Oh yeah, I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, Dark. Me and John have uh, finished season two of Dark, also on Netflix. Yeah. What is Dark, Dan? Dark is. Hmm, no, well, that's. I mean, there's not too much I can tell. Dark Dan you. is the guy who comes on Discord occasionally and <laughs> and gets really really annoyed and like. Just no, no. Okay, so the show cynical. Dark is a German show. Yes. The the stupidest way that I can I can explain this show that it is German Stranger Things, but it's also kind of funny because it kind of is German Stranger Things because it's like <laughs> Stranger Things taken to like this German extreme of how crazy can we, can we make about, it and dark? About, but it's not really Stranger yeah like the things. I would say really it's Stranger like what if Stranger Things was less pure? Like, it's more like what if Lost had really good writers and they were German? This <laughs> is. <laughs> So many, and the reason why I'm saying German a lot is because there is a lot of German as fuck. Aside from them speaking German and being in Germany, but uh, and having some cool cars also because they have some, you know, Audis and those kind of things and uh, BMWs and 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 even old cars because. Uh, spoilers, spoilers. The game is uh, the the game. game. The the show is uh, about time travel. Yep. Okay. Um. It's kind of a little minor spoiler because it's not really evident that that show is about that, especially in the first episode. But that gotcha. is such a minor spoiler because there's so much other things that happen because that it's about time travel. I, uh, that first doesn't... thing I will recommend, do not let the trailer play when you select the show in Netflix. Just play it immediately. Get yeah. into the episodes. Don't let the, the pre-roll stuff play yeah, on it because it'll spoil uh, shit. Because, yeah, if you're trying to watch season one, it will show stuff from oh. season two. And some of the imagery is... Obviously, spoilers. yeah. Like the first thing they like that yeah, yeah, shows yeah, up in the trailer, I was like, "What the?" But uh, it's very German in the fact that uh, there's a lot of uh, self-doubt and self-loathing. But uh, speaking as uh, with some German ancestry, um, but there's also um, a lot of uh, German philosophy in mm-hmm. it. There's quotes from Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Freud, uh, Freud yeah. uh, and then there's also a lot of things about whether or not we have free will, and whether or not uh, uh, destiny, destiny, and what 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 causes our own fate to mm-hmm. actually play out, and whether or not we have any kind of say in that mm-hmm. kind of matter, which is a very German philosophical thing. Faith versus free will, yeah. Faith versus a... free will. It's very cool. It's a it's a cool show. It's um, well acted. Yeah, it's got a strange sense of humor. Yeah. Um, it's not very, it's not funny, but, but does, there's a, there's yeah. a strange kind of sense of humor to it, but it's, it's very well acted and it's meticulously and immaculately written in the way that it is so convoluted that somehow it still makes sense. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, I don't know how their writer's room balances all of the storylines. It's also it's, gorgeously it's, shot too. Like, it's also gorgeously of- shot. So. Um, also, uh, things uh, in in the subject of things we watch. Tear Zoo. Chris, tell me about Tear what Zoo. You, where did you guys? Tear. We have, we have discovered the zoo uh, from our friend uh, Rick, uh, friend of the friend of the site, friend of the Discord. Yes, he brought he uh, brought Tear Zoo. He brought it into our into lives, the Discord, and it has taken over everything. How would you describe Tear Zoo, Chris? Um, this uh, imagine a. A, a, like a video game breakdown. Fighting, Somebody was was fighting game characters. Yeah, yeah. Talking about min maxing characters and potential. He mostly talks about then, it in an MMO. Yeah, MMO yeah. Sense, and yeah. then any and you know tier list. There's there's your shit. <laughs> yeah. You know F T B A S. Yeah. S tier players. 
Um, but applied to real-life real animals. Yeah. You actually learn quite a bit about the animals, and oh, it's yeah. actually kind of a great way to... It's educational. One, frame, uh -huh. frame a discussion of biology and how, like, everything is kind of interconnected, but also a fun way to learn yeah. uh, certain uh, things about certain animals. The, the uh, particular episode, it was eye-opening, <laughs> was about um, cats. Yeah, tier list of cats. I would have never placed jaguars as oh, top-tier yeah. cats. Oh yeah, jaguars are jaguars are crazy. Would have never have occurred to me. Yeah. And like lions, obviously. Yeah. Tigers, obviously. Jaguars, jaguars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I have seen video of jaguars fighting yeah. crocodiles before. Like, I yeah. didn't know any. Yeah. And yeah. then jaguars are crazy. I was like, oh, you know, jaguars are like, yeah, kind of like cougars with spots or whatever. Yeah. See, I didn't. I was blown away yeah. by the <laughs> amount of information. And so There's I watched those Native uh, American populations in the, the but worship the, the jaguar. Yeah, it's the Incas, Mayas, or yeah. or Aztecs. Yeah. But those there's there's some there's a bunch of jaguar imagery in that. In the That's why they were one of the animals in Legend of the Hidden Temple pre-Columbus uh, uh, cultures. But it was inter like Dan said, it was an interesting way to frame it. Uh -huh. uh, mm -hmm. I honestly, if you there's taught, a lot of video game if you, jargon. Yes, if you taught kids this way. <laughs> I feel like they would retain so much more information. Yeah, in some ways. Uh, it, it's just an incredible way to, to look at the world. It obviously intersects with video games and how we oh, yeah. end up talking about them, uh, but applied in just a, a totally yeah, random manner in, in the best way. It's a great it's a great channel. Uh, all the videos are uh, pretty short, uh, within about 10 minutes yeah. or so. Um, and it is called Tier Zoo, T-I-E-R-Z-O-O, -O, one... one uh, Yes, watch uh, it. No, no break in between. It's very cool, especially the things about uh, humans being OP. Yes. And yep. uh, and how the other animals are trying to figure out whether or not they can compete yeah. on that level. Cats versus dogs was wonderful. Cats that versus was... dogs is All a right. very good one. Uh, moving on, uh, the Disney um, uh, multiverse yeah. has uh, released... The Disney juggernaut. The Di Disney juggernaut has announced from up on high how much we are allowed to pay them for the privilege of their content. Uh -huh. And they are also roping in their other families of, uh, of corporation empires, Hulu and ESPN Plus, um, which is the ESPN... Uh, premium yes. subscription. Yes. Premium subscription. So, Disney, Hulu, ESPN Plus for twelve ninety nine per month. I'm probably going to end up subscribing to this too. Yeah, it has, I want yeah. The, I want the Marvel stuff uh, and the Disney stuff. The yeah. Disney stuff is is major. Uh, hashtag dad mode. That's Chris. Uh, <laughs> I got two kids, and and my wife had already said, "Hey, Disney is going to release a thing. Get ready to pay for it." Uh -huh. And I was like, <laughs> "I don't want it. No. That's I don't need that." But see, now you got stuff. To yeah, do and now it's like, there. oh, Hulu and ESPN Plus. Oh, okay. yeah, maybe yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 pretty great that they're throwing in Hulu and ESPN Plus there. I mean, because uh, I mean the, the 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 big worry about um, Disney Plus when it first would come out was how much content would there be. I mean, yeah, a bunch of the MCU stuff, yeah, a bunch of the Disney uh, movie stuff. But I mean, well, at least at Comic Con this year, we got a good idea of what their MCU like content is going to be, like what their idea of that and their Star Wars content. Yeah, yeah. Matter. But what I'm saying is that. What if I don't yeah. want to watch stuff about no, yeah, superheroes yeah. or yep. Star Wars yep. or or Disney maybe, maybe stuff? Maybe I want to watch Aladdin. Whatever's on, you can watch all the Modern Family you yeah, want. Oh, there you go, Chris. Yeah. All on Hulu. Uh huh. That ain't. It couldn't be me, but it's, it's for somebody that. wants that. Man, so, I loved that show that first season. It was good. It just Modern kind Family of became the same same, yeah. same show. I, Hulu was how I watched all of Scrubs. So I mean, it's that's, it's that's a good show. Yeah, I and then yeah. ESPN Plus. Um, Hulu is, it's. Hulu is low-key uh, underrated. Yes, I, don't know what, I, I agree. And a good you know why? Now too. They screwed themselves because they used to have the paid model and still had commercials. Yeah. So I jumped ship when I when, after I watched yes, all I Scrubs. I get that for free. <laughs> See, well, as part of my Spotify subscription, I get the Hulu subscription as part of that. Uh, humble brag. I'm just no. It's just what they do now. Like yeah, yeah, so yeah, if yeah, you subscribe they still to do it, the ads. but there's yes. still ads on. So yeah. And so twelve ninety nine better come without ads. Let's throw that out in the world. That's gonna happen. Chris. Make it. Happen, make it so. I don't think make so. it about, so. Uh, it's about the same price as uh, Netflix, right? Yeah, right about Netflix that. Netflix is mm -hmm. uh, the same price for their base plan. Yeah, I think Netflix is. 
4K is like fourteen ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine now, something yeah, like that. That's Seems not like, too much of a concern. Yeah, it's live actually, TV, but, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, outside yeah. of outside of arguments of uh, of uh, corporate monopolies and whether or not Disney is just going to own but everything see, when, eventually and all that kind of stuff in uh, the different content and yes. whether or not independent creators can break through in any kind of these that. models. Besides that, <laughs> it's a pretty good price but see, now, for what you're getting. Now yes. when Chris's kids go, we want to watch Moana for this 40 millionth time, Chris is like, here's the tablet, as yeah. opposed to them monopolizing the TV. But I mean, it's a pretty good price. If, yeah. if, um, All if, things considered. We have, we have yes. to participate in the corporate monopoly of media, yep. and unless we're just going to start having to read books. Correct, and the rumors... Uh, I don't want to read in, books in, anymore. No, who read? You use your eyes to read letters? Yeah. Mm. I listen to books. No, I read, I read enough on Twitter. No, I just... Books. Alexa, feed me. Don't say that out loud. She's listening. <laughs> she's gonna, yeah, she is listening. <laughs> you have one. You stuff. have one. That's true. She can't feed me. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. The Premier League of Soccer starts today. Chris, who is your? Um, uh, I know. Uh, who is your prediction for winning the uh, something cup? The Premier, the Premier Cup. Dan, where? What are they called? What I, is the cup the called? Premier League? Championship? Well, don't they have a name for the actual trophy? No, I don't know. Like the Stanley Cup? They have the no, UEFA Cup, but that's that I, different. Not that I know of. All right. Tell me, who is your prediction? Who is your who is your one to four Champions League qualifiers position? Ah, that's a, that's a good there question. Go. Uh, Manchester City first. Yeah. Uh, that's not gonna you know, surprise not anybody. Out, outside of Chris's bias with Man City, yeah, Manchester City. Good, I've heard um, they're a good team. The City mans. till I die. Um, no, Liverpool is going to come in second. Yeah, Tottenham I think is going to be third. Come on, Ooh. you Spurs. Who's a four? Who's are you Spurs fan? I just it was, oh. I just know that's the oh. thing. Come on, you Spurs. C-O-I-S. Yeah, that's the thing. You're right. Uh, I think Arsenal. Arsenal okay. for they yeah, they, they re- leading some some strides. Up. They they spent some money, which is weird for Kroenke. That's very very odd. Who's also keep it game centric? He's in the running to buy Echo Fox, I believe. Oh, the uh, the Rich yeah, Fox which team. means they're going to get ignored and forgotten that he owns them. So <laughs> so um, do you think Man City has uh, the goods to win the treble this year? They did last year. The hardest part with cups is it's always just yeah. There's a lot of yeah. It's uh, the playoff mode. I I want to see them do well in Champions League, but uh, yeah. Now break down the Europa Cup and who's (laughs) going to (laughs) now? No. no. Anyway, moving on. Concacaf. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Premier League is starting uh, today. uh, Uh, Liverpool already. Europe is is starting. I know. This this month, but this month, yeah. yeah. It's just uh, Premier League starts really early. Because they take that three or four week break in the winter. Yeah, December. Right. All right. Uh, moving on. Toya, Toya, Toya. Just a little <laughs> brief rundown wow. of the toys that I have. What? No, oh. you, you just you made a Torah, Torah, Torah reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How brief? Because the Discord exploded today. Yeah, we just had a long discussion. John opening his. Uh, oh yes. Uh let's yeah, oh, let's yeah. do it John. What what did you John bought a, a blind box from Bluefin, uh, Bluefin yeah. Brands which is the North American uh distributor for uh Bandai Storm collectibles, those kind of things. If you see it in uh Barnes and Nobles or uh GameStop, it has gone through Bluefin. Uh it's actually um a pretty good way to know that your stuff is not pirated if it's got the Bluefin uh sticker logo on that. Mm-hmm. Although I guess a pirate could probably uh, make, make a sticker. that sticker, but they probably wouldn't bother. No, no. But uh, uh, so, what did you get in your blind box that you ordered during uh, right around Comic Con? Yeah, around thanks Comic-Con. to Chris giving me the link. You, uh, I'm sad you didn't order the Gundam box because it, it was like sold out when I got that. Yeah, that's was, a bummer. Was, yeah. So for a hundred dollars, they said that you would at least get a Sun Goku, uh, the Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah, blue hair, blue hair Goku. Blue haired Goku. I have him in his instant transmission pose because he's he's about he's about uh, a good uh, fifty to sixty dollars. But what else did you get in the blind box? Uh the rest of my blind box. The first, uh, the, the most weird piece I got was the. SH Figure Arts Triple H, the game, King of Kings, King of Kings edition. Uh, look out for the Sucker. unboxing video on the on the gram. Oh yeah, we just did that, didn't we? I am the game. <laughs> you know how it's played. Um, how is it but played? Also, I got two. Uh, one package, which is basically an accessory set for Super Mario. 
Yes. Because Figuarts apparently does Super Mario figures as well. Yes. The diorama came with the Goomba, the Koopa Troopa, the Boo, and the Bullet Bill. Mm -hmm. But the PS de Resistance was the giant Bowser figure that I got from SH Figuarts. He's a unit. He is he is thick. T-H-I-C-C. Thick Bowser. Um, surprisingly well articulated for what is basically a big turtle dragon. And, uh... Is he a dragon? Is he a turtle? That's what a Koopa is, right? It's like a turtle dragon. So you see, you see a turtle. He's King Koopa. I know. I yeah. get. I I know the name. He's a turtle dragon. Turtle dragon. He's got tears on his back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wart ain't shit in this fucking life. But yes, the figure arts uh, uh, animation slash video game yes. figures are excellent. God tier. They are god tier. They're s god tier. Um, but yeah, and then uh, on the toy front, I also bought a. $20 Gundam model, one half which was the frame and the other half which was the armor, which Chris thinks is garbage, but I think I didn't it's say cool. garbage. I you said that was expensive. Wow. Oh, it just put me on blast. Yeah. I said that I could buy a Gundam model for uh -huh. that price. Uh-huh. You got... What grade model, though? It'd be regular grade, which uh -huh. is not what I would buy. I would yeah, spend see, more and get a master uh -huh. grade. But would it be that or a real grade? I feel like real we're never grade. going to heal this divide. Anyway, but would it be so that size? Oh. I got <laughs> no. We have different core values, John and I. I like smaller gun models. No, you like bigger. action figures. Yes, I like models. Okay, yeah. That's that is the divide. Our difference is people. Uh -huh. There's room enough for both of oh, us. Oh yeah. As so say the Constitution of these United States. Um, toy front, Dan. My toy front. Uh, I got a number of figures, uh, but the most notable of them is. The Wolverine and Hulk uh, 80th Anniversary Marvel 2-Pack. It is made by Marvel Legends. It comes with a weird-looking Wolverine in his first... Uh, he's rough. Wolverine. Oh, he's yeah, his rough. First, his first appearance is in an Incredible Hulk uh, comic. And, uh, yeah, he does not look completely like the Wolverine we know today. No, sir. His ears are a little small. A little bit. His, uh, his uh, outfit is a little weird. 60s, and right? His, or is his, it 70s? I want to say uh, late 70s. Okay. Um, and his eyes are exposed, and uh, my eyes are a little crooked. A little cockeyed. Yeah. A little whoever, bit. Uh, slave labor was painting my figure. Robot. Uh, was needed a break. Yeah, and the robot probably needed a, needed a de decent wage. Yeah, calibrate and, uh, that robot. And, and uh, working conditions. But the Hulk. Uh, but yes, that Hulk the, is. the reason why I got that two-pack that was $60 <sighs> um, was the Hulk, which is humongous. He's the size of, uh, I don't know, five <laughs> uh, Marvel Legends figures if you compact all of them into he, one mass. He he's big. a big boy. Big. big boy. But he is great looking. All right. Is that all you got this week? We... Yeah. Are almost out of topics. Oh, we are. Oh, goodness. That means we are down to the question of the week. Okay. Dan's question of the week. <laughs> Evo happened last weekend. Big ups to Sonic Fox and uh, Goichi. Goichi. Um, great, uh, great uh, play from both of them. Such a uh, such a healthy time. Heartwarming rivalry. Wholesome I loved rivalry. it. Yeah. The only time I ever watch anything from the fighting game community. Evo. Uh, Sonic Fox, we uh, stand. Anything about those kind of things. But uh, yes, very cool rivalry. Sonic Fox actually uh, came back to win uh, the Mortal Kombat 11. He won the MK11 yeah. tournament. But yeah. in keeping in the vein of Evo, if you were an Evo contestant, what game would you enter in that would um, give you the most chance of success? John. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Chris Tekken Three. That's not an Evo. <laughs> Listen, I'm not good at any other fighting game. Tek Tekken, Tekken Two Seven would be the one you'd have to play. <laughs> yeah, I'm you Tekken. could play Eddie and then just hit those two That's buttons. That's Eddie Goro. Yeah, I, I would know what probably, you're about. Yeah, I would be Tekken Two or Three side side tournaments. Oh, for, yeah. side hustles. Yeah, for money, uh, cash money. Yeah, cash money tournaments. Dude, I'm not a. I love fighting games. That's the hardest part. Is I love fighting games. They look cool and they're really fun when you actually nail it, but it's so hard to actually be good at them. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's a thing you have to practice at. Yeah, like, and I, it's not a game. It's, I mean, because you know, it's not you're just not playing. Oh, dude, it, the the meta is nuts and that stuff, and I I don't have the the, the will, yeah, the, to invest the time, in it the, yeah. the same way. So, uh, but yeah, Evo was was cool to watch. I didn't watch it live. I watched a lot of highlights, but it's it was really cool to see the top tier. All right. 
Well, that's about does it. Yeah. For the neatdrops.com, ask for it by name. Weekly discourse. Our unique drops, weekly drops. There's a lot of drops in there. Mm. Chris, thank you for joining. Dan, thank you. John, always a pleasure. Is it? Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Always guess, a pleasure. I guess you can just take a compliment, <laughs> but I guess that's just a little too hard sometimes. It is. And it's I'm really Dan, <laughs> your immaculate, beautiful host. I mean, that's how it goes without saying. Toya, Toya. Uniquedrops.com, ask for it by name. Fuck Nazis. Fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs>